Welcome to Mentally Speaking. Today, we'll be talking about depression, how it manifests itself in our daily lives, treatments, and coping skills. We'll be sharing people's experiences that are excerpts from the book, Life on the Border, Coping with Mental and Emotional Illness, which is available on Amazon. People may experience all sorts of symptoms like anxiety, apathy, general discontent, guilt, hopelessness, loss of interest or pleasure in things, mood swings or sadness, also agitation, excessive crying, irritability, restlessness or social isolation. They may have sleep patterns that are interrupted. They either oversleep or don't get enough sleep. They can also feel fatigued and have loss of appetite or they eat too much. So they might gain weight or lose weight depending on their appetite. So as you can see, there's an array of symptoms someone might have and how it can be difficult to function in life. One woman shares that she kept her mental health issues hidden and had gone underground. She turned off her phone, gone off social media, and was not part of life for almost three years. She always knew her depression was chemical, and it took a long time for doctors to get the right combination of medications to be effective in treating her. But when they got it right, it was like a light switch turning on. Her life was completely different overnight. She had gained close to 90 pounds in three years. She didn't really care and ate all the wrong things. That started to change after the meds started working. She started eating healthier and has lost some weight and feels better overall. Depression is like a concrete slab hovering over you, and you can't move or breathe very well, so when you want to get out of bed, you just can't. Others have told us that when they don't want to get out of bed, they force themselves to get out of bed, and they get out of bed anyway. It's not that we don't want to get out of bed, it is that we can't get out of bed. Sometimes all we can do is get out of bed, then go onto the couch and watch TV all day and night. Having pets is helpful with your mood, especially when they play and bring laughter to your life. Supportive friends and family are vital to remission from depressive thoughts and feelings. Being able to express yourself to others when the bad thoughts do come eases the emotional pain. Taking medication is vital for most people with depression. Exercise is also important because it releases the endorphins in our body and their natural antidepressants. Journaling is also helpful. Writing clears the mind because those uncontrollable thoughts finally have a destination when pen meets paper. Some people are able to join a support group and being accountable by just showing up is a big deal and can elevate your mood. Others go for short walks or ride their stationary bike. Doing one task at a time and focusing on on completing that task can also elevate your mood. For when we're depressed, chores don't get done and things pile up quickly and become overwhelming. Sometimes hiring a housekeeper helps or having a friend come over and help you get through those tasks. You can take a soothing bath with Epsom salts, lavender, or even milk and have candles, incense, or soft music around. When you can, getting a massage can release stress from your body and help your mood improve. A few people have a service dog that helps them stay in the moment and focus on the dog instead of their thoughts. Dogs are very sensitive to our feelings and will get in your lap and lick your face to help you feel better. 
One time I was babysitting a friend's dog, an 80-pound pit bull, and I was emotionally down over a situation in my life. She picked up on that right away and laid on top of me almost the entire weekend, which made me laugh a lot. I thought, who's babysitting who? There's a type of therapy called CBT, Cognitive Behavior Therapy, that contains coping skills in itself and also DBT, Dialectical Behavior Therapy, has coping skills that help with depression. Mindfulness is one that comes to mind. It's focusing on doing one task at a time and connect your senses to it, like washing your hands. What do the water and soap feel like? What does the water sound like? Is it soothing? What does the soap smell like? Is that soothing? What do they look like? Describe to yourself what they look like. That should occupy your mind for a few minutes while having intense feelings. Another skill is opposite action. If you're depressed, smile or half smile or try to laugh. Laughing at your thoughts decreases them. Visualization of placing your thoughts in a box and putting the box in another room helps. Or just telling them to F off really helps in the moment. When unsafe thoughts come, there's a new suicide prevention number to call. It's 988. It's easier to remember than the 1-800 number. We help you relate to our experiences and know that you are not alone and that you get the help you need to be successful in spite of your diagnosis. This concludes today's topic. Join us next time when we'll be discussing postpartum depression and anxiety and how one woman almost didn't survive the first year of her firstborn child. Thank you for listening.